joining you here now as a way of being really authentic with my experience of hardship. Something recently just happened in my life that brought me to my knees. And as everyone knows in life, that's that happens, you know, that is the human experience. And I thought while I was, it was raw and fresh, I would get on here and just talk about my experience of going through and what, what I have learned over time to help me through this process. No one likes their life to be pivoted and switched and changed or things maybe hurt feelings that you weren't expecting or big life decisions that you have to go through that are uncomfortable and how do we deal with it, right? How do we, we learn and grow and stay in the process and not numb out and, and not negate our feelings and, and really respect and grow because I think respecting ourselves and our process is part of being alive, right? It's the part of ourselves that wants to experience pain and suffering as well as it wants to live and be filled with joy. But life is complex, right? It it comes in many different forms. So how do you go through it? How, how, how do we learn from our mistakes? How do we, how do we grow? I mean, that really is the big question. How do we stay with the truth of who we are and in pain and suffering and really, really experience it as knowledge? What I always imagine is when a lot of pain comes into my life, it's it's like I strap on that warrior stance and I say, okay, I'm going to meet this head on. I'm really going to be with it. And the first step that I take when experiencing heartbreak or disappointment is to, number one, surround myself with love. So setting up a support system or what I call buoys, these these buoys that we can hold on to. And when the, the sea of life gets crazy and the storms are raging, it's something that we can we can latch onto and say, okay, I'm okay. I, I, I'm going to hold on and, and be steady right now. So setting yourself up with support systems of love, if it's people in your life, friends, family, definitely people that are positive and that you trust to be vulnerable with and that you know support you no matter what that you they that can listen to you no matter what so when i experienced this recent pain i just reached out to a few solid friends and said i am going through this i just need some support and friendship and i knew right away that they would be there for me if that is impossible in your life and you don't feel like you have a, a strong support system, setting yourself up with love in other ways, maybe cleaning your environment so it's really clean and beautiful and it's something that you want to 
be in, really like allowing yourself to be in a supportive space. Another way of showing yourself love is a book that you really, really love that really speaks to you or, or, or poetry that every time you read it, it is something that fills you up. A favorite place that you always go to, a place that nurtures you and that you can be calm and peaceful in. And I recommend turning off the phone when you're there. I have a, a way of searching on YouTube for small little videos of insight that kind of, again, it's, it's, it's an act of filling yourself up. And so that you know that you can support yourself through this process. And also admitting to yourself that you're in a painful process, right? A lot of times we want to ignore it or we want to stuff it down or we want to numb it, but actually admitting to yourself, okay, I am in this painful process and here we go. I am ready to learn and I want to, I want to grow from it. So that's step number one, um, really getting that support. And then step two, what I like to do is, is intensely crazy and something that you don't you naturally don't want to do is actually be with your emotions so that's a very scary place to be but really allow yourself to be with your emotions so that means when you're sad there's going to be a whole storyline of the mind activity of saying why you're sad But as much as possible, if you could just let yourself be sad, let yourself grieve, let yourself ugly cry, just let it go. Or if you're angry, just vocally, not to someone, but just out loud, vocalize your anger. What is that anger feeling? What feel it in your body? What is what is that fiery energy in your body? Where does it live? Be curious. What part of your body is being affected right now? Or disappointment. Disappointment is a hard one, right? Like you really, you don't want to feel disappointment. When you feel disappointment, you can feel lost. You can feel confused. You feel like maybe you did something wrong. Try not to listen to the story at this point. Just really just feel what does that feel like? Below disappointment, probably a shame. So there's a there's a sense that you did something wrong, that that you're not good enough, that you don't belong. Whatever it is, really just kind of. Notice the sensation in the body. And it's a it's a great mindfulness practice. So it's just what I do is viscerally. I I I will lay with myself or I will meditate and I just feel the sensation of what is happening in my body. Is it tightness? Is it fogginess? Is it a high, like fiery vibration? 
is it, is it my heart cracking open with sadness? Um, and it's just allowing the body to process emotionally what has happened to you. And, um, it's quite profound. It's like, it's like a lot of times we just numb ourselves out because we don't want to, we don't want to feel it. So we, we watch a ton of Netflix. We drink too much, whatever it is, you you go to the the pantry and you stuff yourself full of chips. That's an indication that there is an emotional response happening and maybe choosing to just feel it. And then once, you know, it, I noticed there's a bit of a cycle, right? There's the experience and then there's going to be at least two to three days. It's like catching the flu. You say two to three days is going to be very, very intense. It's going to be a lot of shitty feelings. You're under attack. And you're just going to go through it because, you know, on the other side, you're going to you're going to move through it as trusting you're going to move through it. But you're going to just let your body go through the process of experiencing it. And then as you start to kind of like get a little bit of space from it, three, four, five days where you've just allowed yourself to to do it, to be with it, to be with yourself, then start kind of, you know, the emotions will be a little less. You're just at like at a flu example, you're starting to blow your nose. You're starting to feel a little bit more human, more feet on the ground. When you start to experience the feeling, what I do is I journal. So in sadness, when it, when it starts to come at me, I start writing down the storyline. What is sadness telling me? What's the story that the mind is trying to create? Because what happens is the mind, when it's dis, disoriented, right? It's out when you, when you get brought to your knees, you're out of your normal life pattern that you've become comfortable with. And when, when you're out of that life pattern, the brain's job is to reorient you. So it starts feeding you storylines. And it's the reason it's doing that is because it's trying to make sense of what is happening. It is, it's being told through the nervous system that something's not right. And it's trying to understand and lock in stories so that you all of a sudden will start making sense of your experience. So a lot of times we'll start, we'll blame if there was another person involved, we'll start blaming the other person. So there's a good, good guy, bad guy scenario. Um, There's old stories that we tell ourselves. It's like, well, I wasn't, I wasn't very lovable anyway. So here's just another scenario that I'm not lovable. And, and then unfortunately what happens is we latch onto those stories and then we're creating our reality. So if you can just start piecing a 
piecing apart the emotional experience and then the storyline that goes with that emotion. So sadness, what is it telling you? Angry. I feel angry right now because I, I feel disrespected and and this always happens to me and I never feel heard and I don't even know why I try anyway. Shame. I shouldn't have done that. I always do that. I know better now and I keep going back to that. Any of those messages that are coming through, write those down so that it gets out of your mind and onto paper. And that way you can start seeing the truths of what your mind is creating. And and then really examine those. Examine the experience that brought you to your knees and try to write out, was is that the truth? Or is that just what I'm feeling? Is that just what I'm creating? So when you start actually seeing the truth of your experience for real in moment to moment time, you can actually start seeing the truth of who you are and where you need to move, where you need to grow, or the good decisions that you made to get get you to where you are now. And so we we land in the present moment. It's you know a lot of fear will come up, and a fear and fear is usually fear of the future. It's fear of the decision I made now is going to get me here, and the fear of not it not aligning with where you want to be. So really, really getting clear. Because when we can get clear on our storyline, I feel like there's a lot more empowerment of self and where you want to be in life. You know, it might, it might actually, if you can start peeking at it, it might actually show you areas that you want to strengthen. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're weak or that you did anything wrong. It's just a very clear message of the areas that you want to strengthen. It's And if you look at it from that point of view, it becomes a very beautiful process. And then I would say the fourth one is start setting down goals. So now you have information, right? You have your past storylines. Maybe you got your heart broken. Maybe, maybe your father didn't pay attention to you when you you were young. I mean, this is this is my storyline. So that you seek love in areas that you feel like just repattern what you were seeking from your father. And so then now you can say, actually, I am very loved. The truth is I am very loved. The truth is I am very lovable and I don't need to seek that from anyone else because I love myself. So when we get very clear 
it, it allows extra space, more space. It allows that energy of power to enter. And then once you start feeling empowered, might be a week, might be two weeks, giving yourself time, you're allowing yourself this process of being with yourself. Then you start kind of tapping into the soul. You tap into that that intuition, that whispering, like I I deserve more or I want more or I am empowered and how do I how do I move through life that way? So the fourth step is you start to actually make small little goals for yourself. Like, you know what? I'm I'm done with feeling sadness. So small, 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 small goals. So looking into the future, next Tuesday could be a hard day for me. So I'm going to have a special walk in nature. I'm going to go to that that place that I just love and I feel peaceful and I'm I'm going to go and I'm going to make I'm going to create I'm going to sit in the woods and collect the beautiful fall leaves and I'm going to just look at the colors and maybe create a pattern underground like small little plans for yourself or um just maybe even like making yourself feel better. Like, you know, this week I deserve to take a few baths because I just really, it makes me feel good and peaceful. And after my bath, I'm going to cook my favorite meal. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to get all the ingredients. And because I know sometimes in the evening, I, I, I can get more emotional and, and feel more lonely or, feel like a heavier. So I'm going to set myself up and I'm going to cook myself some meals that feel really good and nurture my body and just really love on myself. And then as you, as your strength grows, whatever it is, like I'm going to go to the gym because I love to move my body. And when I, when I'm strengthening my muscles, I feel strong. And then I come out and I, I, I have a, more positive outlook. And as, as the time goes on, your goals can get bigger and be like, you know what? I have always wanted to do this thing. And so I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to those two people that I know that like to do the thing with me. And maybe they're going to want to create a group together, you know, I'm feeling lonely in my, my community. I want to grow my community. So maybe I'll have, maybe I'll have a a dinner party with my favorite people and I'll, I'll grow the community. I'll surround myself with people that make me feel good and that love me. I'm going to take ownership of who I want to be in life. Um, maybe it's, a job that you've always wanted. Okay. So now it's a little scary. I'm still a little emotionally fragile right now, but I'm just gonna, I'm going to apply for that job. 
next week, I'm just going to apply for that job and just see, see what happens. I'm putting it out there. I'm going to start putting it out there. So it's like these little tiny goals that we can do for ourselves. So just, it's again, getting back on our feet, slowly getting back on our feet. And it's not negating how we felt that it was, it was a hard experience that I just went through. And, but the fact that you really went through it, you really were with yourself. Um, There's something so powerful in that, uh, that when you get to the small goals and then they get bigger and bigger, all of a sudden you're living your life and you're like, how did I get here? You know, like I got myself here. I went through something hard. I, I strapped on that warrior stance. I went down into the dark tunnel. I was really with myself and I honored myself. And really, I would say that is the most self-love activity you could ever do. That grows strength. That grows self-love. That is self-care. And it's not easy. It doesn't always feel good. It actually really doesn't feel good in the moment. But in the end, it is just so rewarding. So I am here for you guys. I know the struggles. Life is hard. We all get knocked down. But it's putting ourselves out there. It's putting ourselves in the arena. Don't let life knock you down to where you crawl in a hole because there's just so much learning to do. And I feel for you. I I know it. I know the pain, but you can do it. And, and that just grows this self-awareness. So, and, you know, self-awareness is key. It's the key to life. And you are the author of your own life. And here on this podcast, we'll say it over, over and over again. You are the author of your own life. And how do you want to live it? If this episode resonated with you or made you think about someone you know, please pay it forward and like, subscribe, and share it. We appreciate it. 